welcome to another episode of Next Man Up. I would say it's a special episode because they all are. It's just an episode. All of our episodes are special. We do something different every time. There's no real, um, there's a little bit of thought that goes into it, but not a lot. Uh, so why is this a special one today? It's because we are doing a charity podcast draft. Uh, I, won't, I won't give too much details about it because it's not my love child. It is Phil's. So I'll pass over to Phil just to, for you to give a bit of an explanation, Phil, of what we're doing tonight and, and uh, some of the people who are involved. Yeah, so basically we previously mentioned about this charity pod thing that I created a couple months ago. And here we are. We're at the, uh, the night of the draft, about 17 minutes away from me clicking the go button. It's, uh, it won't seem, a li- won't seem a huge amount special compared to a normal sleeper draft, but there's 12, there's 12 pods with around about three people each in each of them. So you're talking about 36 people sat here waiting to, to draft. Uh, some with varying degrees of intent. Some are drafting seriously, some are wanting to win, some are trying to make as much money off the uh, the picks that they've got as possible. And um, But generally, we've got 12, 12 groups of people coming together to represent 12 charities to raise £600 minimum for to go to, to the top three at the end of the season. But like I said before, some of the pods, and including our own, our next man up pod, have, have done a bit of external uh money raising for for the our own charity so we've already raised i think we're on about 150 pounds um from an earth signed jersey that we we did a few months back um and some merchandise that we we've agreed to we were we, in business with with um with a friend of ours and um it's where the proceeds go to go to the charity as well um so yeah like i said we're about 15 minutes away we're this pod is for us to try and create some sort of tactics to make it seem like we know what we're doing. But at the end of the day, we are still fighting for the charity. So there's, there's still a bit of intent with, with oh, what yeah. we're going to do tonight. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, man. Like Ectopic Pregnancy Trust, we're here to fight for you guys. We're here to win the whole thing. Mick is repping his, his, his t-shirt as well. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, what, I'm, what I think I'm finding, what I'm finding really interesting is going to be the dynamics between the different podcasts. Like, are we going to see some fallouts over picks? Are we going to see some like <laughs> some swearing on the WhatsApp groups? I hope so. Will, will, will there be, will there be any drama? Um, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe there'll be some drama in the next matter. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll see some drama tonight. Who knows? Um, <laughs> But uh, now nah, we'll, we'll 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 be all good. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to it, Mickey. Are you looking forward to it? I've just saw Phil escape from <laughs> in his room, look through his laundry cupboard, and and pick out his ectopic pregnancy uh, t-shirt. He's um, wearing it the whole time, man. He's wearing it the whole he's time. He's trying to be like me, Liam. He's he's, <laughs> he's grown a beard. He's um, wearing the same t-shirt as me now. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be Mick? Who doesn't want to be? <laughs> Stabby McStab McKesson. Phil's going to come on the on the podcast next and have a thick Glaswegian accent out of nowhere. <laughs> <sighs> All right, guys, let, let's uh, let's let's have a little think about it. So uh, there's some interesting scoring. Uh, actually, before I go into that, you mentioned that Russian Fumble and a few of the podcasts are basically selling off their draft picks to some of their listeners so that they can make the draft picks for them to raise some money for charity. And a few minutes ago, we had a pretty awesome one come through. Um, isn't that right, Phil? There was a there was a pick um, auctioned off for how much? Yeah, well, the Russian fumble have been doing it um, for sort of 
smaller donations for each individual pick. So people have been donating and screenshotting, sending it through, um, and then they get they've been allocated a pick by the Russian fumble team. So when it comes to that pick, that person gets consulted with who's on the board and it's completely out of their hands, which is, you know, a nice little touch. They say they've got no intention of uh, of winning, but you never know what team they're going to get because you never know what's going to get picked. But the the bit that you're referring to is actually a different podcast. It's the uh, the Shall We Football Boys, who are um, who we've very well. Me and Mick have guest star on their pod, and they came on for the for the UK versus US little quiz pod we, we did, where we got extremely <laughs> drunk. Um, but anyway, they <laughs> they've got an uh, an infatuation with McCorkle uh, uh, Jones, the the new quarterback of the New England Matt Patriots. Jones, for those who don't know, his name is McCorkle. <laughs> yeah, so they're absolutely obsessed with him to the point at which they've forgiven all previous indiscretions of the New England Patriots, and they're now fully behind them but yeah so they they quickly put out a message about 10 minutes ago saying um we'll draft McCorkle as in the first round uh, of our of our draft if someone donates a hundred dollars to the uh oh that's terrible I can't remember what their charity is I'll quickly try and dig it up but essentially um within about 30 seconds our friends at Dynasty Draft jumped in said bang done donations done drag you're drafting McCorkle Jones in the first round so that should be Taking a bit of mystery away, but hey, you know, to see them draft McCorkle Jones as their number one overall pick is going to be pretty interesting. That is awesome. Listen, no one's going to expect to remember all 12 charity names. Failed. I should, I'm doing the thing. You're not a machine, man. <laughs> well, actually, you kind of are. But... All right, guys. So for those, for those listening. Sorry, it's, it's healing transition. So it's a charity in, in uh, North Carolina. Um, that's close to their heart. So they just raised hundred dollars. Bang, one draft, one draft pick. Off the Sorry, Liam, carry on, mate. Oh, you're good. We need that content. Um, Mick is smashing the whiskey. That's number two I've seen in the last ten minutes. Good man, Mick. Um, getting his Dutch courage up. That's right. Uh, so the picks, guys. We've got the third overall pick um, in the draft. Twelve teams. Uh, there's some interesting scoring. Um, for this sleeper draft, for those listening in, and you, you've done some times, done some sleeper drafts. It's a, it's a, a, a best ball, so it's a redraft, right? Not best ball, sorry. It's a, it's a, it's a super flex redraft. That's correct, super Phil. Yeah. Excellent. Um, but there's some interesting scoring. Um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but minus a point for throwing an interception from the QBs. There's two points for every running back um, who. Is it two points for every running back reception and two points for every tight end reception? Is that correct? No. So I'll, I'll quickly run through them if, if, if you want, um, just because yeah, I'm the one who's sort of deliberated over them. But so there's there's a, a plus one for a 40 yard completion per bonus for, for quarterbacks. There's a a plus two 40 yard reception bonus in general. Um, running backs, I decided I wanted to give them a bit of. Bit of a uh, bit of a bonus. They've got a, a 0.25 reception bonus because I wanted to sort of switch the uh, the order of running backs drafted so that the ones that sort of tend to get more more and more passes thrown their way just as much yeah. as the ones that sort of dominate by running the entire length of the field in one sitting. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like you said, a, a tight end bonus of two. So is that per that one? Is that two two points per reception? Yeah, so that would be every tight end, every reception that tight end gets will get three points. So it's going to sort of... That is massive. Like, if Kelsey doesn't go as number one overall pick, then the person's uh, insane, I think. 
not been paying attention to the scoring settings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all that. Yeah. That, that means that means that the um, tight end gets eight times more points per reception than the running back does. That's yeah. That's I mean, this is this is my. This is still when I say it all the time. This is my first sort of attempt at doing fantasy. Like I've still yet to play a season. So when I was creating this league. I was kind of taking outside advice and saying, look, I want to make it a bit wacky, a bit different, because at the end of the day, I don't want people to treat it just like any other league. Yeah. So I, I, I get that the tight ends are being quite heavily no, weighted I here. It. I think it's brilliant, mate, because like if you think about it in, 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 in the dynasty settings, you've got running backs, like good running backs who are receiving running backs and running backs score like over 300 points, like... There's only one or two maybe tight ends who even get close to that kind of overall score during the year. And then once you come down to like the second and third layer, you know, tight ends don't score that many points compared to wide receivers or compared to running backs. So what it actually does is it levels the playing field a bit more with tight ends, with running backs, with quarterbacks. Um, if anything, you know, I was looking at it today and I reckon wide receivers probably – the last key position I would probably pick, to be honest. And let me give you some of my reasoning behind that. Tight end and running back and quarterback, there's not a lot who are very, very, very good. Whereas there's a lot of depth in wide receiver and you can pick up some good wide receivers in the later rounds, I think. Yeah, but I th and I think there is still a bonus for wide receivers. I mean, it, it doesn't just apply to them with a 40-yard reception, but obviously that, that includes overall. So it's it's the, it maybe puts a bonus on the wide receivers that are sort of good with the yak, but also or just the ones that are good at getting the fast ones who can get downfield quickly and the the, court, the teams with uh, quarterbacks that can, can throw a decent downfield pass rather than sort of, um, yeah, just the short little 10-yard passes here or there aren't going to really have any effect on this. Yeah, little check downs. I like that. All about the yak. Maybe that's the name of this podcast or quote. Um, all right, guys, pick pick one hundred three. Mick. Yeah. Um, who, who do who do you like at one hundred three? Give me a few names that you would like to see. Oh man, it's it's that like we've just been discussing. It's that tight end bonus that's sort of going to be skewing the whole draft and. You know, normally in a super flex, you're going to see CMC and Mahomes probably go one, 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 one or two, something like that. Um, but this, is, 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 one, one, is 101 and 102 going to end up being Kelsey and Kittle? And then 103, do we end up taking Waller? Does that seem a so bit... Kittle, Kittle and Waller, if you look on like the, um, the suggested draft order they have, are in the high 20s even with this scoring system, which I find a bit bonkers. I don't think that's accounted for it properly. Um, Kelsey is obviously high up there. Um, I've got down Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, CMC, Mahomes, Murray, Allen as the kind of seven that I, would, I wouldn't be annoyed at picking. Yeah, it's logical. Them. I think at 103, it's sort of what we were saying about the Eagles in the draft, <laughs> where when we had to pick number six overall, maybe that well, how we can't go wrong at pick number six. It doesn't matter who he picks. It's, got, it's going to be a blue chip player. It's going to be someone that's going to well, score a, a lot of you know, touchdowns or get a lot of yardage, but in our case in fantasy, score a lot of points. So I think we'd be hard done by to pick someone that's a total disaster at this point, unless you know, someone goes down with injury, but you can't mitigate that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, that's uh, true. Kill was out quite a bit last season, though. So, I mean, that's, that's one to 
potentially watch. So if you've got the decision between Kittle and Waller, I'd be tempted to go for Waller over Kittle this season. Um, I've just especially a... with, with the, the Raiders, don't really have anywhere else to throw to either. No, I've just had a, I've just had a quick look on the, the draft board and I think they've actually got projection-wise Waller's on par with Kelsey. Is that right? He's still third in their sort of project in their rankings, but they're looking at the projection going. Actually, I think based on the fact that we're picking in the top top three, we have um, we kind of have to go with one of the three tight ends. Which you know, if all if the if Waller if Kittle and Kelsey go one and two, then I'm completely happy with going Waller. I think if we were four. And all three were gone. You're I'd, looking at Mahomes or CMC or something at four, right? It's all yeah, three the, yeah. yeah, the fourth, the fourth tight ends and Kyle, Kyle Pitts were a huge amount of uncertainty, and that's that's probably a risk I'd rather someone else took. Um, so I think we're basically just deciding right now whether we take a tight end or not. I don't think there's much of another question that we need to ask ourselves. Would you guys I agree? Think, I think we have to take a tight end based on the scoring system. It's just whether or not we take... Well, see, I think Kelsey will probably come off the board. Um, just well, one, of, one of the other podcasts will make the decision and, and probably take him, okay? But I think if it's Kelsey, it's an no-brainer. Yeah, we all sort of agree on Kelsey as being number one. If he's there, take him. No-brainer. Yeah, I'd agree. I would have felt... But it's that, it's that second one that was... I'll, th- I'll I'll throw s- something in in the in the in the in the mixer here. Kelsey's thirty one now. Nearly it's a redraft, smart. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the, you know, at what point does he fall off? You, 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 I mean, he didn't fall off last year, right? Um, and tight ends, um, you know, they they can go longer than than wide receivers and running backs. Certainly, running backs can anyway. Um, Waller's twenty eight. He's coming off the back of the. Number four and number two tight end two seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. He bowled out last year. I don't know. I you know there's, but then I suppose you got to look at the quarterbacks who are thrown to them, and then we put Mahomes with Kelsey versus Carr with Waller. Yeah, I'd probably still go Kelsey. I uh, yeah, I think if it's a choice of the three, you go Kelsey. But I think I'm in agreement with with Mick that I think Waller maybe is slightly above. Kill maybe because of just maybe partly because of the, the quarterback situation, the fact that we don't know whether it's Jimmy G, whether it's yeah. going to be Trey Lance or anyone like that. Um, that's a good point. Throwing, we don't, you don't, you just it's the question of just how brave are you? Are you thinking, I don't care, kill's that good, or are you thinking, um, no, Derek Khan and, um, and Waller are going to be like they were last season? And, and when you're talking, it's perceptions, it's not yardage, so it doesn't really matter whether he catches it and then falls on his ass. It's still three points. So we'll see. I'm I'm looking at I've, I just brought some stats on my phone whilst we were talking about this and just comparing Kittle to Waller on just targets per game. So Waller's got nine targets per game on average, where Kittle seven point eight uh, targets per game. So Waller's getting the ball thrown to him more, and his receptions <laughs> is also slightly higher by point six. It, on that basis, you're really talking about the difference between 27 points and 30 yeah. points if they have an average game. Yeah, it's not much. Like I said, like 103, it will be really hard to miss on this pick, I reckon. There's something else in the mix with the Waller situation. Um, he has that many pass times per game, probably because of the other of the other um threats that Carr is throwing to. Like uh, they had Aguilar last year, he's moved on. They had Rogues, he had a bit of a dud year. 
Um, they've got Waller. They've got Renfro. Ruggs um, has got a lot to prove this year. Has a lot to prove this year. They got Hunter Renfro. He again every preseason has threatened to be good, but hasn't really done anything. Like Waller is their number one um, throwing target for for the Raiders. Um, so I find it. I just yeah. I, still, I probably still Kelsey, but we get ten minutes. We get we get ten minutes when it comes to us. There's and it could potentially be half an hour before we have to pick him. So I yeah. don't think it will be, but essentially we are more than you know, everyone's agreed to the ten minute time, so let's let's not sort of Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna press go? Two minutes past eight? No, I've got two minutes to go, never mind. Oh shit. Ah, <laughs> this must be my uh <laughs> I've just realised that my laptop is just behind on clock, so I've still got a minute to go on mine. So, um, all right, mate. It's not like a roll online waiting. <laughs> yeah, there's 36 the guys huddled, huddled over laptops waiting on your your your, your button clicking abilities. It's, it's quite a power to yield, isn't it? Who's up first, Phil? Who's up first? Here we go, boys. It's drop. the uh, it's the drop back podcast. to picking first. Um, and they are on the clock. Nice. Exciting. I can't wait to see who they pick. I think they're just going to pick CMC. You know, that is, it's like one of those automatic things. It's just like CMC. Um, people don't think about it. They just see them and uh, take them. <laughs> There's already banter going on in the chat. Like it, the clock's been on for a second and someone's like, hurry the fuck up, Sam. <laughs> I think it's weird. I think like quite a few of the podcasts are recording at the same time, so yeah. it'll be quite good to listen to everyone's sort yeah. of live reaction at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask. Talk. I'm going to ask for anyone who has recorded to sort of like send like a thirty second or just a <laughs> bit of a like a little section that we can we can put in and maybe get stitched together as like a little little promo video. I feel sorry for I feel sorry for Sam. He's getting absolutely rinsed because he's the first pick. <laughs> yeah, the pressure because like, I think we're like, we're we're thinking he should do this, but like he's thinking, fuck, like I could pick anything, but what pick? What pick? What pick could he pick that would be like, oh my god, you shat the bed there, mate? Like, Dan Bailey, a running back. <laughs> You're running back, yeah. I'd probably agree. What is this? I don't think he, I don't think I think what wide receiver is a big a big stretch to say that he'd be stupid enough to draft a wide receiver in this scoring system, but. uh but to draft a running back, because the temptation is that when you've got your choice of McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, or Mahomes, I know as a quarterback, but it's a case of this is a, like with a tight end premium. It's like you've got to pick Kelsey all day long. If he doesn't, I would be surprised. Do you think, do you think everyone has cotton on to the tight end premium? Do you reckon everyone is, has, no. has realised that? But I think once they start coming off the board, that people will realise they're like, hold on, yeah. what's going on here? And then why has Goddard gone number six? <laughs> yeah, if he picks, no, but I, to be honest, I think if if Kelsey goes first overall, if you didn't know, you'd be kind of going, hmm, that's an odd one. Maybe I should check the scores. <laughs> <laughs> you know much about the guys who are the guys podcast who are who are who are picking now. I admittedly they're they're they're, they're the ones I know the least about. Um, obviously, Paul. Uh, Fantasy NFL UK has brought most of these people together. I've got to know them um, over the last couple of months, some more than others. Um, but admittedly, they've been the quieter ones. So, um, no, so I'm going to a lot to. 
we don't know who they support or anything, so we, we won't be able yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, no, I was literally just going to bring up, so the drop back um, are actually supporting MIND, so the um, MIND charity, not the motor neuron disease, I think it's the mental health one. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. Great charity. God, he's taking his time, isn't he? <laughs> It's, 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 it's like the NFL draft, isn't it? Where the first overall you knew it, it was going to be Trevor Lawrence all day, and the Jaguars <laughs> was just pissed about, pissed about, and you're just, come on, man, it's one in the morning. I just want to go to bed so we can get you pick number twelve. <laughs> you were, you you I remember when we stayed up to like re- record that. I don't, I don't think we never, we never put any of that out, did we? Like the, no. the seven hours over two days that we recorded, just went into like the. The graveyard, the podcast graveyard, to never be seen again. We absolutely couldn't put that content out. It was so bad. Slabbering <laughs> oh, by the end of it. That was a fun night. Too much whiskey. Never enough. Mick. He never. says as he takes another swig of it. <laughs> All right. Um, so just while we're waiting, um, I don't. I don't know. Did you guys have a look or a think about pick two ten at all? The second one. I had a little look just just to see like what was the predict projection around that pick, which I think is is what it's um, pick twenty two of the actual draft in, in in its entirety. And you've got um, you've got Eckler, uh, who is on the money at twenty two. I would take Eckler at twenty two. I would, um, but let me just throw a few names at you who might still be there. Herbert. Could still be there. Stefan Diggs could still be there. Um, depending on how the tight end goes, and if it doesn't click on, you know, you could have some, you could have, probably won't. You probably won't have Kittle that far. Um, Cam Akers, um, AJ Brown, and Kyle Pitts, and DK Metcalf could all be there as well. It could be stacked. See, this is this is, this is what I was actually going to ask you. See if it becomes the 210 and they're still. Like a, a quality tight end on the board. Do we go tight end, tight end? There's not two positions to play tight end. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is. There's plenty. There is. So you you could do, and I think I, I think that's li- literally where where I'm coming from. I'm gonna use my uh, my fence sitting technique and go. <laughs> we need to just we need to just sit here and 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 wait because it depends on whether there's a run on tight ends in the first round. If there is, then that we could have. We could have a top quality quarterback or running back still available on the board. And, or if people don't fall for it and no one goes for a tight end or hardly anyone goes for a tight end, then yeah, we could we could have sort of Dallas Goddard or, or, or someone of that ilk and go actually. Bobby Onions. Yeah. Yeah, so it's worth remembering in the snake draft, like we've only got six picks between 210 and 3-3, so it's... Yeah, well, well, well I, I do think we need to take a quarterback in the first three rounds, given the super flex. Um, I think it would be. I think it would be silly not to because there could be a, because it's super flex. There could be a run on quarterbacks. I mean, there could be a run on anything really, <laughs> um, other than maybe other than maybe wide receivers. It's so um, strange. I just don't know how this is going to play out at all. Like I uh, just I just can't see it. Well, I don't know what Sam's doing. He's, he's, he's <laughs> properly doing it like <laughs> yeah. He's just like uh, the dude picking. He's just like chill, guys, chill. And it's just infuriating everyone, including us. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because everybody's recording except him. And mm. <laughs> but, how long well, has he had knowing he's got number one pick? He must like you put so. It's not like we're waiting to see. Months. Like waiting to see who's come off the board, right? 
he's got he, he knows his options before he's picking. Like, but the thing is, how long did the Jags take to pick Trevor Lawrence on draft night? I swear it was about three minutes left. And I was like, surely they know exactly what they're doing. Like, are they literally must just be giving everyone else a chance to sort of have a thing? But um, no, he, whilst, whilst, he's whilst, taking whilst, the piss. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's gone from Mahomes. Has he really? Interesting. Knew so, it, man. I knew it. Do you reckon we? So, well, do we reckon we get, if, if Kelsey doesn't get picked next, we pick Kelsey? I'll be yeah. asking. It has I'll to be, doesn't it? Those, yeah. hold on. I was looking at his receptions per. His reception average is seven, seven receptions per game. So that's fourteen points on average, straight off. Yeah. What for Kelsey? Yeah. Seven, seven receptions per game, and it's two points. And then, and then you, throw it, you throw in the yardage, the yardage points, just the the uh, touchdown points. If he gets one for over 40 yard points, I mean, you're laughing, right? You're, you're receiving looking. yards per game was last season was 94 yards. So his longest, 45 yards. So while, yeah. we're, um, while we're sort of waiting for the second pit to come in, if it comes in, I'll cut it, I'll cut it out quickly. But um, we, do, we do have a little bit of exciting news, potentially, hopefully, um, if it ends up coming this way, that we can probably mention to the people now if, if the guys are okay with me saying. Um, we're going to try and get a guest on next week. And I know before you, before you sort of try and guess how exciting it might be that we might finally got an Eagles player on, it's not. It's not. <laughs> as, as, try as, we, as try as we might, we're still yet to manage to do something like that. However... Set a few DMs to the... Yeah, I've noticed. Have you seen them? <laughs> um, and... But I, I offer a chance. Uh, one of the one of the first Eagles podcasts that I got into, the Go Birds podcast. Um, I started listening to it uh, two two years ago now, and it's been a bit of a staple for me. I know other people have other birds related podcasts that they listen to, and as divisive as they can be, as um, yeah, divisive of opinion and and everything like that. Um, I still value. The, the opinions that they, they put forward and Elliot Short Parks, as I know, is a bit of a, a marmite for a lot of people in the sense that you either love him or hate him. Um, I, I equally am on both sides of the coin. I mean, like sometimes you can come out with some incredible, intuitive, incisive picks and then sometimes it just seems like he's trying to wind up the fan base. But then again, they're, they're, he's not the only one who's guilty of that. Anyway, so I've messaged him and and he's he's in. So hopefully um, wow. next week we will be able to book something in and get the great Elliot Short Parks on. So if we get it confirmed and everything, we'll we'll probably put a, a tweet out and we'll we'll get um we'll get some questions in from you guys. So you know if you've got something that you've been dying to personally ask, uh, ESP, uh, which I'm sure there are a few. Obviously we have to keep it safe for work to a degree. Um, to a degree. To a degree, um, but we'll get him on, and hopefully we'll have a really good podcast to bring you guys with a, a few little questions from the UK side of things that you guys want to know what it's like being a beat a beat writer for the Philadelphia Eagles, working for Nightfall uh, WIP, sort of the main sports Philadelphia uh, radio station. So um, I'm I'm buzzing for it. I, did, I just didn't expect anything back from from him, and I just thought, you know, what the hell. Let's get him on. Let's yeah, put him through the gauntlet a little bit, maybe. Waves. Next man of podcast, baby. The UK's only Eagles podcast. Uh, you know, we're get we're getting we're getting noticed. You know, by by maybe two people. 
no, I'm buzzing. I can't wait to have him on. Like, I, I know, Phil, you've got a number of questions you want to ask him for like the time you've been listening over the years. So, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got a few questions to ask him. I don't mind having a, a, a decisive character on on the show. I mean, that makes for good listening. Um, you know, it makes for good arg- good arguments, good conversation. He'll have so much. He'll have so much knowledge that we're not privy to. Um, so yeah, kudos, Phil. Well done for for napping that one, buddy. I'm, yeah, I'm super buzzed for that. It saves me from playing the pantomime villain, like I had to do in the <laughs> <laughs> in, in the predictions. But <laughs> it's the only other time you get away with it is when Alan Samson's on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we've got another. Uh, we've got another. Um, pick coming in that, that they're taking their time so you know when i put that poll out for three minutes five minutes ten minutes this was the reason <laughs> yeah. well it gets a bit of, it gives us a bit of time oh here we go so it's us we are there are no tight ends off the board there are no we know t- what's happening don't we boys do they know something we don't i'm starting to sit and guess my own but you know the discussion well, there, there that we just a, had there was a point two five point reception bonus and McCaffrey is probably one of the highest if not the yes. highest yes. receiving running back so I I think we'd have to be we'd have to be sort of double checking our maths to kind of go should we be taking CMC here but I've always been a bit um, unsure I don't have him in any leagues mainly because I haven't drafted that high but generally even if he comes to me I'm sort of yeah. sat there going he was injured a lot last season was an there's an uncertain certainty at quarterback I, I wouldn't be putting him in my top three I'd be I'd be sort of if he fell, he fell, but um, apparently not. So yeah, we're on the board, but, boys. Yeah, he's got Tommy. Tem- he's got Tommy Tremble blocking for him now, so he's going to have a superstar <laughs> season. Okay, one. Um, well, based on what we've been saying, boys, then it seems like it should be a no-brainer and go for Kelsey. What are you saying? Do it. Hit the button. button I'm in. Up. All right. Okay. Let's hope I don't fuck it up now and <laughs> and pick Darwin Cook. Don't don't pick don't pick Prescott. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't pick Dak. Dan Bailey. Do you think on my laptop? I've never been on sleep on my laptop, and I think I can do it on here if you want, buddy. No, no, no. I want, I want the honors. I want the honors. Okay, alrighty. Yeah, no worries. Boom. Pick us in, boys. I can't wait to listen to the other pods back to to hear them say, "Why the fuck did they just take kills?" Or idiots they could have waited around <laughs> yeah or that well here comes Paul, paul's messaging paul, 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 paul's messaging oh is that cool from ah we nabbed him <laughs> love that <laughs> oh he was never gonna make it to five he should be <laughs> dancing and saying i've got kittle or, or waller probably <laughs> um is he next no, it's, well, it's it's the Shall We Football podcast uh, boys now. McCorkle's and they are next. Be taking McCorkle Jones. So. McCorkle's next. <laughs> you better do it now. I'd laugh if you did. I can't believe I'm witnessing McCorkle Jones coming off at 104. 104. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Unbelievable. I wonder if I even touched the ball this season. This is absolutely. <sighs> you probably won't for at least two weeks. And it's Cam, isn't it? It's... Apparently, Cam's been playing really well in um in in, in so far. I know it's early days; you can't really listen to it. But Belichick's not the sort of guy to to throw McCorkle in. You wonder how you wonder how that playbook's going to work though in in New England because mm. Cam and um, McCorkle are 
completely different players, you know. You, like Mac Jones is um, like the pocket passer, and, and Cam is anything but that. So it's, it's just I don't know. Does Cam play trick plays at all? Sorry. Does Cam play trick plays at all? I'm not. I'm not aware. <sighs> yeah. yeah. As, much, as much as any, as much as any cornerback, but. But he's good with his legs, is what I'm saying. So, yeah, I, but not as not as much as he used to. I just was going to say, like, he's not as mobile as he used to be. Cam, like, he showed that last year. No, he was still what? rushing for multiple touchdowns. I think I had him on every single coupon last year. He rushed for a touchdown just because. I really. He couldn't throw I, the ball. Mac Jones off really, the board. McCorkle Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I really, really hate because I like I know how much they love McCorkle Jones, but I also know that Colt is their big fantasy guy who's making the pick for them. That would have killed I them. I know that deep down inside, he must have been sort of dying a little. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've got outside the huddle. They're on the clock. Um, probably being picked by our very own Paul. Of uh, outside the huddle, uh, fantasy NFL UK is going to be picking them. Who's just um, got upset with us for picking Kelsey, who for some reason fell to the third pick. So Ross, I'm assuming he's going tight end now. Ross Barkley incoming? <laughs> no, that's safe one. So Who's Ross Barkley? Is that a Chelsea player? I'm not Chelsea central midfielder. All day. No, is it Everton now? Isn't it? So yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I know for a fact that. That, that Paul's going to take a tight end, not just because he must have just cursing this for Kelsey, but he was he's the only one who's like double checked with me going, so tight ends are getting three points for a reception, correct? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, it's uh, total to get one so, for the reception. Oh, yeah. two he's in the know. Him, Andy, and. Uh... Yeah, I, I, they've been quite quiet, so I think they are sort of taking it very seriously. and Looking to make that. I mean, at the end of the day, we've got six hundred um, pounds. That's to, a lot of cash to, to, share, to share out, and I think I think rightly so. Some people are don't have a great deal of confidence in in their chances, and they're trying to make their money elsewhere. And, and I, I I've got a lot of time for that because they will still try. But at the end of the day, the main aim of the whole thing is to make um, make money for for charities, and whether it's by winning it or just using it as a tool to to, to make money for charity then I'm all for it and I'm hugely, hugely grateful for for every person and every podcast and uh, involved and the charities and Mick, you as well for, for making little videos, graphics here and there to make it seem <laughs> see, it, it, it adds Legit, a whole level, no, but it adds a whole level of um, interest in it because if it's just me sort of spouting about how charity's good and everything like that but when you've got like videos flashing up with podcast names and and charities it makes it look like so much more than it really is which is just one dude trying to make some money for some charities so um no like, it's a great idea and kudos to you i don't know how many times i've now said it to you it's like it was a, it was a great idea um in its inception and, and now we're in amongst live right now as we speak um in the live draft and it's it's good it's it's there's, there's a lot of banner going on and and there we go the pick is in um from the uh, outside the huddle podcast i've selected darren waller who so we Kittle, did. kittle's been passed over here yep, kittle had been passed over like, just like we said actually i think darren was the, the more logical choice 
Yeah, Kittle's been passed over again because the next pick didn't didn't waste any time. Um, Scott wow. uh, Wooten from the, I think it's from the Transatlantic's soccer show on Twitter. I have huge apologies if that's completely incorrect, but uh, process of elimination, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Um, it's gone for Derek Henry. So out of, uh, I mean, does Derek Henry get an awful lot of receptions? I mean, I mean, I, we're, we're, we're probably getting too focused on the on the bonuses here, but at the end of the day, Henry, I, Henry, to me personally, they were talking about how him dropping off, he was going to drop off last season. And to me, that says that the fact that he didn't just maybe defied nature for a year. Like, can he do it for a second year? And so the, the doubt's got to be double here, like whether he'd go for him anyway. I'd definitely be going for someone like... Um, uh, running back wise, sort yeah. of maybe I, I think I've got more of a soft spot for Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. I know he's been injured, but he's definitely younger, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, well, again, it's I mean, it's hard to pass up someone like Derek Henry when he has 2,000 yards in a season, <laughs> and yeah. you know, breaking all sorts of records. And he's just sitting on the board, and you're looking at him, it's a redraft, you're thinking it's not dynasty, he's still got another season in them. The Titans. Well, the Titans will get some good passing options. Is it this weather? Because yeah, they, ju- yeah. they just they just signed um, the Falcons boy, which is uh, Julio Jones. So yeah, they've got a lot going for them just now. So maybe Derek Henry doesn't see as, as many rushing yards this season as he, as he previously did. And Ryan Tannehill over the last, I think it's over something like the last eighteen games or something like that, leads the league in um in it's not fantasy points but it's in either like passing yards or completions or quarterback rating or one of them i know that's not very good statistical analysis guys so apologies but basically he's been very good <laughs> for the last like season and a half like when you compare him to like the elite quarterbacks he's ahead of Mahomes and like loads of stats as well and loads of people were hating on ryan Tannehill, like probably rightly so from how he started his career but um yeah the titans are a real threat next year to to Go the whole distance if you ask me. Like, imagine lining up against Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and AJ Brown. I mean, that is scary. I'm loving how this this draft is shaping up because it's it looks very colourful right now, which is not what I was expecting. <laughs> well, should we should we should we give a bit of an update, Phil? On yeah. So um, uh, obviously, Matt Jones got taken by the Charlotte Football, which we we mentioned previously, and then and then Waller was taken by the outside the Huddle Boys. Um, and then obviously we're talking about Derek Henry getting taken by the, the Transatlantic Soccer Soccer Show, uh, Sports Show. Sorry, apologies. Um, then the third and goal boys, uh, fronted by Dan Hughes, has now finally taken Kittle. So you can imagine if this was, this was a real uh, draft day, Kittle would be Professor right Kittle. Now. Hmm? I think he's known as Professor Kittle now. Is he? Sorry. Is he professor? Is he a doctor? Yeah. Got a, a degree. Ah, he's been, he's been, no, well, no, he's been running this tight end university thing. If you know, oh, it's they had like no, a big tight end conference, and everybody got. Yeah. I thought maybe he was one of those one of those foot, like football players that is like, I'm gonna fight this uh, stupid football jock mentality, and I'm gonna go to university and get like indoctrined into like medical science and shit like that. And then he's actually <laughs> no, it's Doctor Kittle. Don't don't get it wrong, it's Doctor Kittle. Um, but now we are on to the eighth pick which is our, our good friends at Dynasty Draft, fronted by uh, Jason Kennett. Uh, if you don't know a lot about the Dynasty Draft, boys, um, it's exactly what it says on the tin. Experts in Dynasty, but also experts in beer. And so if you ever listen to their podcast, they always review 
um, a beer that you will never have heard of, pretty much guarantee that, because I don't think I've ever heard of any of the ones that they've ever mentioned. And I don't think I'll ever get a chance to try them because I never remember what they're called. But okay. they, they always they always taste the beer and then they um, then they compare the beer at the end of the podcast to a player that you might know. So uh, definitely a unique take on, on the dynasty side. So if you're looking for something a bit, bit different, but um, on top of the uniqueness, they, they know a lot about what they're doing. They're, they're my sort of, they're my go-to dynasty podcast at the moment. Um, mainly it's the first one. Like I said, I'm, I'm quite a loyal guy. So I started listening to them. So they're my first go-to, but um, really good boys. And they're, they're of course the ones that donated a hundred dollars so ensure that the Shall We Football Boys took McCorkle Jones as pick number four overall in a dynasty sleeper draft. This is amazing. Uh, just let that sink in for a little bit. This is, this is incredible. For those listening, if you're wondering who's still left, so we've had seven picks so far. Dalvin Cook is still on the board. Josh Allen is still on the board. Saquon Barkley, uh, Ross Barkley's cousin, is still, is still on the board. <laughs> Kyler Murray's still on the board, and then you're into your Kamara's, Taylor's, Jackson's. We won't mention the we won't mention the Dallas quarterback, uh, Chubb Hill. We won't, we won't mention the Dallas running back either. Uh, Do you think, who, who's that? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the dynasty drafted in a bit of a quandary here because it's sort of I know it's like tight end premium, okay, but there's there's a bit of a drop off after the top three, so you, you kill. Um, war and Kelsey, but after him. after that, I mean, Pitts, are you really going to take that chance on a rookie? I can't see it. I've, I've seen drafts and going high, but Jesus, no, I, I just can't see it. And then maybe Mark Andrews, I think it's still a stretch. I, I don't see them going uh-huh. to a tight end. They've got, I, I reckon, I reckon they're back here. They've, got, they've got to take Josh Allen or Colin, Colin Murray, in my Kyler. yeah, Kyler it could, be, it could be still a running back. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, when you've got the receiving running backs um, that are still on the board, um, Taylor being one of them, whether Carson Wentz can hit him or not is another question. Um, I, reckon Kyle, <laughs> I reckon Kyle Pitts will be a early second rounder. It'll be on the turn for one of the one of the end guys because I just don't think anyone will take him in the first round. But if he's like, they'll, they'll make sure they get now they know they're going to be picking pretty much straight after. I think no one's going to take him before for two one. I think if anything, be, be careful, mate. You're, you slid off the fence. What's, what's going on, Phil? You're making predict. You're making predictions and what's going to happen and when. Well, you, do you need do you need a leg up? <laughs> well, oh, okay. Well, I'll balance it by uttering my um, my so called well known phrase, which is "I don't know," which I don't know where you got that from. <laughs> um, I will I will correct. I mean, don't get me wrong, the guys, they they banned me from the last podcast, they gagged me, they wouldn't let me on. Um, <laughs> and then they start abusing me, uh, roasting me. I'll get roasted. Yeah. Attacking my good nature. And I and I, and don't get me wrong, I think if Mick had been allowed on the podcast, whether technically he was barred from it as well. Nothing to do with his kids. Liam just wanted all the glory for himself. So um <laughs> <laughs> it was. So, I don't know with all that shit. I, I haven't. I genuinely haven't listened back to the podcast. And for those listening and who did listen to the podcast, I had my first. Um, I was the beer. first. Time I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember my first beer. Um, <laughs> it was the first time I was able to see um, the team who had hired um, from for me, my company, in the flesh. Um, one guy was working for me for nine months. A guy called Nigel Cooper, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Lives on the other side of Leeds. Proper Northern lad. 
Um, he so I'd hired him nine months ago, working from nine months because of COVID, never even saw him in the flesh. So I saw both of them in London for, for some lunch. Started two o'clock, we had cocktails and wine and food and more cocktails. And then I had to come home and do the podcast and I can't do the podcast without drinking. So I don't remember. Um, I remember maybe the, the first few minutes when I introduced everyone. Um, and I remember wrapping it up at the end, probably only because I listened to the first few minutes and when I wrapped it up at the end is why I remember it. So I apologize. Nice. <laughs> If I uh, if I jumped on you, Phil, nah, fuck that. I don't apologise at all. I hope it was horrendous. Don't bite down, double down. <laughs> I've just noticed the um, that Russian fumble are on the clock. Who have auctioned off this pick? So this is going to be um, Catherine Randall. Is it really? You should. Yes, she is. She yeah, yeah. was the first person to purchase a pick off the Russian Fumble Boys, and she will be choosing this pick. So they're we're currently consulting and asking who she'd like to pick, which um, I'm sure she has absolutely no idea. But we'll but we'll, we'll we'll pick something that will will not be what will not resemble what you would conventionally. She's a Washington fan. Can you think it's maybe like it's magic? It's Patrick. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's not let's not allow Liam to um, to hijack the conversation. Again. Let's go back to to me defending my honour, guys. I mean, I'm free now. I'm I'm back on the pod and and I'm running I'm running things how I want to go. So um, my favourite sayings are "keep it simple, stupid," and yes. "no one has a crystal ball." So what does that mean? Keep it simple, stupid means don't overthink things. <laughs> don't try to second guess things too much. Don't commit before you're ready. Have a little think. And uh, obviously having a crystal ball is just yeah. a little bit of an attack on people that um, are opposite to me and are so off the fence that they are willing to die on a particular hill regardless of whether they've I done no the idea who or. you're talking about Phil I have literally no clue mate no, uh, no don't worry it's not personal attack on anyone particularly it's probably <laughs> two thirds of the dynasty fantasy football um, group of people it's, it's a sense that everyone has an opinion opinions are like ourselves everyone has them but some of them are full of shit yeah, you got it. And my mine obviously smells of roses and is always right. Um, so you know that's 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 all right. What beer are you drinking, Phil? You're talking about the the dynasty draft beer. What 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 you got? What are you drinking? Tanglefoot. Oh, nice. That's an ale, isn't it? It is. Um, it's been around. It was like the first beer I drank in a pub. Um, and I think the the, the, the story behind it is that the, the guys made it and then they could never get home <laughs> in a straight line. So. I love it. They, um, they would often uh, get absolutely shit faced and then they would um, stumble their way home cross legged most of the way. So, got to do a bit of nostalgia tonight. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Speaking of had... which, I need a refill. Go on then, mate. Mick is, Mick is currently cradling a bottle of whiskey. Are you on the floor? Yes, it is. Yeah. I've got a few bottles on the go just now. Um, 10 year, 12 year? It's a 12. Oh, lovely. Very nice. Yes. Yes. Very nice. So what have we got? What have we got? What have we got? What's, what's happening? Well, I don't think that we mentioned the dynasty draft and um, Dalvin Cook after all. So we thought maybe mm-hmm. they would take a tight end, but there's a big drop-off after the first three, so they went running back and take 
Dalvin Cook. And like we said before, it's now Russian Fumble, who are on the go, who have auctioned off their pick to Catherine uh, Randall, who is now probably deliberating between Logan Thomas and uh, <laughs> and Pitch Magic. So we'll see and how that goes. Catherine, of course, is the Washington football fan who you guys would have all heard on the podcast last week. Um, uh, she She's an absolute character. Um, and a, ge- a gem of our uh, pick six group in 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 it in its total. Um, she's a Washington football fan, which is obviously why Mick was mentioning Logan Thomas and and Fitz Magic. I'd love it if they pick, if they pick Fitz Magic. That would make, that would make my day even more than McCorkle Jones. I think uh, that would that would that would make my day. Um, she's probably a couple of bottles of wine deep at this point. Like it's half eight, so um, mm-hmm. who knows who she's going to pick. <laughs> That's true. You were picking seriously, though, and you've got Josh Allen, Carla Murray. I've been asked to force the pick through. Oh. What does that mean? means that they're not able to do it themselves and they've given me their pick. Oh, okay. It's actually in the group, so you can see it if you really want to. Okay. Suspense. No, I want, um, I, want, I want the reveal. I don't want to look. Okay, so it's a quarterback. It's, please tell me it's a quarterback. <sighs> Jared Goff! <laughs> Sorry, that cackle of Well done, that. well done, Catherine. That wasn't me. They must have managed to do it because I was literally trying to search for Jared Goff when I was scrolling down. That's absolutely amazing. That couldn't be more bland. It couldn't be more Russian fumble. If you ever listen to the Russian fumble podcast, they hate on a lot of people, all right? And, and, and the, on the main, it's Tom Brady, and they say, fuck Tom Brady on numerous occasions but you're not going to take him because well it's pretty good we can all agree on that um but apart from that they usually rag on either Carson Wentz or Jared Goff um, famously I, who went 101-102 in the same draft but there you actually, go. As, as, as far as as far as their 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 picking method goes and how likely it is to go wrong I quite like it in terms of it could have been so much worse and there is a lot of uncertainty around Jared Goff at Detroit yeah. don't get me wrong I'm not positive about it I don't think it's great but if someone's picking for you and trying to screw you over I'd rather than do Goff at Detroit than I would sort of Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston or someone like that where it's even I consider right? it even more of a risk got a chance Jared Goff he's got a, yeah it's got a chance of not being completely and utterly shit but it's yeah. probably a very small chance my first overall pick uh, the year Carson Wentz was drafted, what was it, 2016? Um, we, we talked about it when the trade happened uh, between the Lions and the Rams quite a bit, so we probably don't need to go over all ground. But, yeah, it makes it interesting, right? You, you guys are making faces as another player been picked. Yeah, yeah a lot so, of two have been picked. Yeah, it's sort of picking up a little bit of pace now. So we've had Jared Goff getting picked by um, by Catherine Randall on uh, on behalf of the Russian Football Podcast, we've auctioned off their picks, in case you're wondering. Um, then Dynasty Island, so a lot of you will probably know Dynasty Island. Rich, um, part of the, the five-yard Dynasty. Rich knows what group. he's doing. He knows what he's doing, um, and he's gone for TJ Hawkinson, which I think is a it's a, it's a risky pick, again, because it's Detroit and the uncertainty around there, but in terms, of, in terms of tight end, he's probably the next safest bet as a tight end if you're going to take a tight end in the first round. And then... Um, the next one, which I will have to double check who they are, because again, it's one I'm less and less known at. Um, 
I think it's. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not even going to try and guess. But um, the next pick of the board is Nick Chubb. Just so while while I'm faffing around trying to figure out the details of exactly who is is what. It's far from far from Lombardi. Far from Lombardi. That was it. Yeah. So far from Lombardi, who are representing Older Hay Children's Hospital. A very, 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 very good cause. Not that any of them aren't, but um, they're quite a, a well-known one in the UK um, for obviously helping out young children with um, various various afflictions and illnesses and that. So um, good luck to them. Well said, well said. So now we're we're on the we're on the turn. So it's the um, oh, again, it's just escaping. I know fancy first rounders. And Aggie, we pondered a draft with these guys. We pondered, we pondered a trade with these guys the other day. Do you remember? Yeah, we were we were questioning about maybe trading back and getting a turn, but um, I think three was too 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 good to um, go with. I think they're going to be able to make their pick, but they did message me before the draft saying um, they may need me to force it through. So bear with me if uh, whilst I just double check that I've been frantically messaged. I just I just want to talk about. Um, Nick, Nick Chubb that's just came off the board and I can't believe Nick Chubb has went for Alvin Kamara especially when you've got that 0.25 points per reception Kamara's the a pass catch running back It's the quarterback situation if it was Breeze it'd be a no fucking brainer and I think um, Kamara probably would have been in front of Henry maybe just as a, yeah, a pass Breeze catch running back Breeze is there yeah, but, yeah I get what you're saying there. Yeah. Saquon Barkley's he... just gone on the turn as well yeah, so the first first pick on the turn is is, is Saquon or um, Ross, as we like to call him on the next one up podcast. Um, so he they've gone for a running back now. So let's try and predict. So if, they, if you if you got the turn in a in a crazy draft like this, you've got to be thinking quarterback now. I think because the the tight end drop off is getting worse. I think you've maybe missed the boat. Um, Josh Allen. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Josh Allen on the yeah top. the only when you look at this when you look at this draft the only the only quarterback of note to go is Patrick Mahomes so everyone Man. else Man. is still in play so Kyler Murray I reckon uh, Josh we, Allen I don't reckon we uh, I'm just projecting a little bit here I don't reckon there's enough quarterbacks to go between now and our pick for us to pick a quarterback with our next pick I reckon we can maybe wait until we get to three three to do it. Um, depending on who's left, but like you know, if, if you're picking up Matthew Stafford at three three, or Jalen Hurts at three three, both of which are definitely possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think I think as a podcast, we we definitely owe yeah. our, our listeners, our fans, the it's Eagles fandom to draft our quarterback as Jalen Hurts. Yeah, if not the first QB, definitely one of our QBs, and I think we're probably going to have to go. At three, I'd say three, three, three would be. I'd be, I'd be comfortable taking Jalen Hurts at three, three, despite depending on who's still left available, of course. But I can't make anything stupid. But I think I'd be absolutely made up. We need to get a couple, a handful of Eagles players somewhere on the board. So, so when I did a little bit of like uh, just projecting earlier on today, the, the players I had available at three, three were Calvin Ridley, uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, Swift, the, the Lions um, running back, uh, Montgomery, Sanders, Stafford, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Joe Mixon, and Jalen Hurts. Um, that, that's who I had available there. But 
I think there's going to be more than that. I think there'll be more than that talent available. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't projecting all. I think there's gonna be, I, I think there's going to be six or seven tight ends gone by the time we get to our pick, our next pick. And um, yeah. even even with the drop off. I mean, when you think you've got like I did a little bit of research. So the the most touchdown touchdown catches of, of forty yards or more last season in order um, is Adams, Hill. Feeling which I think you can probably discount because I think Justin Jefferson's going to have a massive impact on that. Um, then you've got Mike Evans. Well, he did last year, though. I mean, he had a massive impact last year. And you're saying feeling still at the most? No, what I'm, what I'm saying is that if, you, if, you're, if you're taking historical stats and applying them to this year, I'd say that I would go less than, than whatever he got last season just on definition, whether it's one or two less. But yeah, you don't know how many 40 yard passes, the catches someone's going to get. But the net, then you go into to two tight ends. You've got Kelsey, which we've already got, and and Bobby Onions, and then you've got AJ Brown. So um, I think I'm a big Bobby Onion fan, but there is a risk. I think Mick maybe mentioned it earlier on today when we were chatting with um, um, with the big man in 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 Lambeau Field going uh, Rogers not not being there to throw in the football. And yeah, being, I, I, I'm not. I, I wouldn't. We don't need to. We 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 don't need to unless unless. Unless he's there, the pick before we pick, I'm discounting him straight away. Either whether he's, I, I just think that like, should we be looking at, you know, I mean, if someone like Tyreek Hill's there for a forty yard reception, I'd still bonus, pick. I'd still pick. I'd still pick Eckler over Tyreek Hill at, at two ten personally. Mm-hmm. I agree okay. because I think I think the forty yard reception, most Tyreek Hill was capable of it, is still. Few and far between. Yeah, so he's not doing it every game. He's, he's, he's no, but he it. did it fifteen times last season. Fifteen points, okay. Uh, and how many catches did Eckler get last year? Or... Eckler was, was injured half the season last year. Year, year before that, he's only tw- he's only twenty six. Eckler. Yeah, no, no. Not that he's not that old. And um... listen, I thought we were I thought we were drafting Dick Rod at two ten. <laughs> Hey, I'm very happy to draft Dick Rod at some point in this draft. <laughs> Maybe not two ten. Right, well they're down down halfway through, so you carry carry on. I'm just going to need to see if I have. Yeah, sure, man. No worries. So, so, message. so, so Mick, there's nine there's nine picks left until we pick. Yeah. Um, and you still got the following players on the board. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. I can't believe both of those two players are not off the board in a super flex league, no matter what the scoring system is. Josh Allen, Colin Murray, Alvin Kamara led the league in receiving uh, running back plays for the last four years in a row. Given the scoring system, I'm shocked he's still there as well. I think you said the same. Um, Nick 41. Chubb. Yeah. Nick Chubb and Saquon going um, before him. You've got Lamar Jackson, still a quarterback. We're not, I mean, Dak Prescott's there, but he doesn't, no way in hell we're picking him. So Tyreek Hill, Ezekiel Elliott, again, we won't pick him. Justin Herbert. Devontae Adams, Jones, Akers, Diggs, Russell Wilson, Eckler, Hopkins, Najee Harris, Brown, Metcalf, Jefferson, Ridley. Sorry, right, okay, you don't need to read out the whole draft form. <laughs> no. No, I was, just, <laughs> I, was, I, was just, I was just going to 30 um, because 210 and 33 were going to be around that um, regardless, of, regardless of who was picked. They're yeah. all studs. Everyone. Ah, they've done it. They've done it. Thank God. Wow, Barkley and Elliot back to back. 
two running backs. He's not winning. Are either are there either, are either of them massive pass catching running backs to sort of use like he's not they're not getting picked now for Saquon can do it all. 20, 23 picks, they're not getting a chance now. So nah, they've shut the bed. They're not winning this one. <laughs> You've decided after two. I've decided, picks. yeah. I've decided. Well, like the running back is probably one of the, the least in this scoring system, I don't think it's as important to draft them. 0.25 points per catch. Um, Kamara had 83 last year. Um, you know, so that works out as 20 points per season, which is just over 1.5 or 1.6 points per game. It's not a lot. Yes, they're going to get a lot of points anyway, which obviously have to factor in. Um, but Ezekiel Elliott's come off his worst season and Barkley's come off an injury. Um, so for me, that's a, a high-risk play. High risk, high reward, it could pay off for sure, but that's a high risk play for me on the turn. Yeah, we've definitely got a small problem with who we're going to pick on our next pick because one way or another, we're going to be getting, we're going to have a choice. Whatever that choice is going to be, I think it's going to definitely involve a quarterback and a running back. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so I'm, leaning, of, I'm leaning toward if, if, if one of, if for me personally, I want your guys' opinions as well. But for me personally, if Alan Murray, Jackson, or Herbert are on the board at two ten, I'm probably going them over Eckler. Personally, say that again. So if if Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, or Justin Herbert, those four quarterbacks are still on the board at two ten, I'm not sure we can pass them up for. Eckler, given having done that maths, he's you know he's probably not. While he may get lots of points, he's not going to get lots of bonus points because of the point two five. Whereas it's super flex and quarterbacks mm. are a premium, and they are qualities, quality quarterbacks. There are a lot more quarterbacks available than there are running backs in terms of if you're looking at the next top ten players. That's true. So the argument are always the hardest to get in a draft. Real max and quarterbacks are the two hardest to get. Yeah, there's only there's only one quarterback that's came off the board so far that's actually any good. The other one's Mike Jones, and the other one was Jared Goff. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's so much choice available still to us. I think we're definitely going to run out of top tier running backs before we run out of top tier quarterbacks. The first wide receivers just come off the board. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. So we're so yeah, no, we're, we're back round to the Falcon Lombardi boys who picked. Tyreek Hill after the um, uh, fantasy first rounders have gone for Barkley and Elliott back to back. We're flying, we're flying. There's another one in. Yeah, and we're now with Richard Dynasty, Dynasty Island again, and he has gone for Alvin Kamara, who for a two point three in a in a fantasy Dynasty draft is crazy late. Hawkinson with the scoring oh. and Kamara with the scoring system it is a very good. I really want you to know what's going to happen with Russian Fumble on their auction back here. It's going to be someone who's equally ridiculous as Jared Goff, but... Any idea? I think he's going to be a second quarterback. Any idea, Phil, who their second pick is? No, but I just have a feeling it's going to be something like they're going to double stack quarterbacks and it's just going to be like... <laughs> just because of the way... I don't know who's picking. I think it's Kieran. Is it... Um, who's got the second pick? I'm not sure. But, um, but yeah, they're, so they're just a reminder to everyone that they, they are auctioning off their picks, or they have been for the last two months. Um, Catherine Randall was picking the 
the first pick and she's chosen Jared Goff as their number one pick overall. So they're now back on the clock for their second pick. And your guess is very much as good as mine as to what they may choose as their next thing. Because at the end of the day, I'm not sure how much these people are informed of the scoring system. I would like to think that they'd at least say, hey, go for a tight end or go for a running back. But maybe they just are literally completely leaving to, it to chance. But um, but I think they've raised so far more than the top prize. Oh, they or, have they've raised an insane amount of money so far. Yeah, they, they, they've smashed what they would have won had by winning it, which kind of leads me to believe that they're literally just going to not set lineups for the next 17, 17 weeks. But um, but it doesn't ultimately it doesn't matter because they've they've they picked a charity three four months ago, um, hoping to maybe just have a bit of fun, raise awareness, and get a bit of money. But so far they've they've raised more than what anyone else would have gained out of this had they not done anything at all. So you know, Harry's you a wheeler and dealer, isn't he? He's a wheeler and dealer. He knows how to get shit done. Yeah. Well, well, I think I th- Kieran is a Patriots fan, so I'm I'm sort of hoping in the back of my mind that he takes um, Nelly. Just um, I'd oh, like to see oh, Nelson oh, Aguilar oh. go at two oh four in a in a draft. <laughs> that would be so good. A great shout. That's us. a great shout. Oh, this is brilliant. I'm loving it. This is this is like genuinely really fun. I hope it's fun for you guys listening in. I know you guys can't see the. <laughs> The draft board or anything like that, but um, it's kind of nice not not to have like any agenda whatsoever and just spitball as we're doing it as well. This is what we said during the actual draft, though, and we didn't use any of the content. So let's see. Yeah, but that was one o'clock in the morning, and we were definitely too drunk to really string coherent sentences together. Didn't I fall asleep during one of them in the end? I'm pretty sure I fell asleep on the couch during one of those podcasts. <laughs> You're both looking uh, incessantly at your phones here. We had another. We had another pick come in. It's coming. I can see Phil is typing. No, Phil, no, I. Phil I was typing. No, not not Phil. Not you, Phil. Oh, um, <laughs> the other Phil, the, the Russian fumble Phil. Um, he must type with one hand, or maybe he types with his tongue. What knows? But he'll <laughs> <laughs> be gone for. Don't, uh, uh, don't, don't, don't just laugh. Don't laugh my misery. He, he wants me to pick that one. I'll I'll let I'll let Phil do the honors and then I'll have to bow out last because I need to put the test we to bed. Good content. We need good content here, guys. <laughs> That's not, a ridiculous. Not, not just laughing. <laughs> Come on, boys. <laughs> so they have decided to go with the speckled defender, the kicker of field goals, as their second overall pick. I'm going for a Rodrigo Lankenschmegemega. <laughs> And he has this. I, I'm speechless. I generally think that if you look, would look at the team right now, or look at the board, you'd see Jared Goff as their quarterback, quarterback number one overall. And then a kicker, not even, not even the kicker. kicker on the board, but a kicker nonetheless, and a personal favourite of one of the Russian Fumble Boys, I'm sure, in uh, Harrison, who is a massive Colts fan, and I'm sure deep down. He's holding his head in his hands, but also <laughs> secretly giggling to himself and enjoying that pick. Um, but that is that's a the fantastic. Russian, the Russian fumble boys have true to their word, have basically no hold bars, opened up everything to the floor and, and gone gone exactly as they would. So moving on from the Russian fumble 
uh, clown clown car, clown show. Um, yeah. we've, got, we've got back to the Dynasty Draft boys. Phil, Phil, let me just quickly interject here. So I messaged Catherine and I said, yes, Jared Goff, next man up, love you. And she said, he was my, thir my first thought, a perfect Russian fumble pick. I was like, you nailed it. Me, Phil and Mick were on a live podcast and I thought you might go Fitz Magic, but Goff is so much better. She said, why on earth would I give them a good player? <laughs> it's like you don't know me at all. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Mick has got to go and put his, his little ones to bed, so he's going to be leaving us now. But thanks ever so much for, for being here, Mick. And hey, there's every chance that me and Liam will still be here in an hour's time. Yes, so man. Don't let me down. Hey, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing anything else, Phil, so I'm, I'm here, buddy. <laughs> I'm just looking for this podcast coming out. It's like six hours long. And Anyway, I'll leave you guys to it. Good luck. Uh, you can you can text me. I'll still be available if you need a crisis moment. If you're when your panchers, I don't know what to do. You need to phone Mick. I can calm you down. Take a <laughs> breath. Take a deep breath. Okay. Think of me. Say what would Mick do? I drink whiskey. Send me a message, and I will be in touch in three to five working days. Okay. Right. Love you guys. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers. Mate. Cheers, mate. See you later. <laughs> Three to five working days. Did you hear that? Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, okay, Phil, give us an update, buddy. We've had a few key players go off to the ball uh, off the board after that. Uh, after after uh, the kicker from the Colts, Blakenship has gone. What's happening? Blakenship, <laughs> can't believe it. Um, so dynasty draft next on the clock. We've had a run of quarterbacks. Understandably, I think it's it's about time that someone pulled the pulled the trigger. So we've had Josh Allen go to. Dynasty draft and then Kyler Murray pretty pretty soon afterwards, um, and then uh, Scott Wooten um, he picked Henry in the first round has gone Aaron Jones what so he's gone back, back to back running backs. Back. Yeah. Um, with the uncertainty around um, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'd say that would probably be a risk considering need for quarterback tight ends and so on and so forth. Then outside the huddle, we've gone. Dak Prescott, can't imagine why. Don't know what value he holds whatsoever. Um, and then the Shall We Football boys have tried to rectify their Mac Jones experiment and have gone for Lamar Jackson. So they've gone back-to-back -back quarterbacks, which is quite surprising considering the scoring system. Hopefully they have paid attention to the scoring so now we are back on the clock and we've got nine minutes to, to make our pit lane. So based on who's left, um, we've got Taylor, yeah. Herbert, Adams, Akers, Diggs, Wilson and Eckler as the sort of the headliners, I'd say. Based on what we said, we we were we were looking at Eckler, so it's not too much of a reach to go to Eckler. Um, based on the fact that I think I the fact that there's been a let me let me just interject on that. I was Eckler was what we were going to go for, but I think that was based on the fact that Taylor wasn't still there. Right. Uh, I was not expecting Taylor to be there at two ten. Like he's he he was re he, he should have went off the board in the in the top 10, 13, 14. Yeah. So I'm 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 100 sure. So like if we look at let, let's look at let's look at this pick. By seeing who's there, but also who who's probably going to be there at three three. So like, is do we have a running back and a quarterback we'd be happy to take at three three, which means we go vice versa in two ten. 
So I would want Taylor or Eckler as the only two running backs. And I would want Herbert or Stafford or Herbert. Based on, based on the run of quarterbacks, do we want to now change and maybe go Herbert and then Taylor or like and risk getting Eckler? Yeah. I think I think if if we lose out on Herbert, the next quarterbacks are Wilson, um, Rogers, and then we're on to Jalen Hurts, which I know we said we were going for, but Hurts is still gonna be a stretch, possibly at three three. So my 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 opinion is we either go for Taylor and then Hurts, most likely, or we go for Herbert and then Eckler. Yeah, that's exactly how I would go. Like I'm I'm still torn though. I don't know which. Do you, who do you like more, Herbert, uh, Taylor or Herbert? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Yeah, that is, that is the question, isn't it? Taylor absolutely ripped it up last season. But he's got Carson Wentz. Yeah, but their, their offensive line is good. Um, it hasn't changed much. Um, they, got, they got Hines as well, who caught quite a lot of passes last year. He was in the top five. Catching running backs, and he's he's the number two to Taylor, and um, but Taylor looked leg legitimately good. But Carson likes to throw the ball. He showed that at the Eagles. So so I'm convincing myself that we go Herbert Eckler. I'm completely Ish. opposite. Are you the opposite? Oh. <laughs> I was like Taylor and Hurts, mate. Taylor and Hurts all day long, but. Um... I, I am. I do not feel strongly enough about it to disagree. Quick, with quick, that. message me. Message me. Should we ring him? <laughs> ring me. I'm ringing. Oh, no, he's put his kids. No, he's put his kids, kids, kids okay. to bed. He won't answer. Um, and I feel we got this. We got this. We got we this. It's <laughs> just like panicking. We, we got this. So we're going Diggs Wilson. <laughs> uh, um, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't think we can pass up a Taylor at this position. 210. I don't think we can pass up on Taylor. So take, let's take five Taylor. seconds. Taylor, I, I'm taking. Usa. Uh, <sighs> Usa. <laughs> let's go Taylor. And then we either go um, Hertz or Stafford at QB. Jonathan Taylor, uh, running back, uh, Colts running back, 22 years right. old, a standout rookie year, uh, and can only improve in year two. So next, next on the list, uh, we've got Carl um, Pitts getting taken off the board. So when I said that he wouldn't go into the second round, I didn't expect it to be this late, but I can understand why the run on quarterbacks has sort of pushed that left a lot. Um, so now we're back to pick one. So oh, I'm clicking buttons. I shouldn't be. Um, yeah, so we've got um, we've got the turn again with um, San Luis as the at uh, the, uh, the the drop back. Pick Patrick Mahomes in front. Yeah, yeah, they picked Patrick Mahomes as the number one overall pick in the draft, and so now you've got to be thinking tight end wise. I don't think there's. They've got Mark Andrews left. Andrews and Andrews fan got it or got it or Kisiki or Tanyan or Thomas. Probably still far too early to take them. They're maybe. not. They're not. They're not. They're not going to go tight end here. I reckon they might. Go but they've got two picks, so they might go quarterback, quarterback. Um, 
they could go Herbert. I mean, the homes and Herbert in a super flex league, regardless of what the scoring system is, is pretty impressive. Nick's not happy. <laughs> What's he saying? I knew I should have stayed on. So we got we got Sammy's on the clock. He can go anywhere really at this point. So I'm I'm if they don't, I mean we could still go Herbert at this rate. If Herbert's there, we're taking Herbert. We'll just lift the yeah. Definitely. Mind you, Hertz was the highest rated uh, fantasy quarterback for the four games he played in the last season. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Running and ru 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 rushing and uh, throwing. Mind you, they've got a better uh, running back core this year, um, which they'll probably want to utilize as well. I don't know. What do you reckon, Phil? What do you reckon? Where, where, how's your fence? Are you, are you, are you sitting steady? Are you leaning one way or the other way? What's oh. going on? We've got this. Well, we've just had massive movement. Oh wow, we have we have Herbert available to us. Should we ring Mick? I think we should consult him on this one, and then he forgive us. But we've um, but for the people that are that are still listening to this podcast at this late stage, uh, the the turn run we've had is Cam Akers and Mark Andrews. So the number one number one picking team has now got Mahomes, Akers, and Andrews as their team, which I think is a pretty pretty solid start considering the, the the scores that are going on and then on the turn uh on pick number two in round three zach wilson the new york jets has been picked and that came a little bit out of left field for me i don't know about you Liam. yeah that yeah that i mean he's not got a lot he's not got a lot of weapons to throw at um but obviously values the quarterback position in a super flex draft uh he's already got christian mccaffrey and carl pitts uh quarterback I about stafford to be fair yeah yeah, yes, yes. So so for me personally, I know we're on the clock now, we've got nine minutes left. If we're going to go quarterback, which I think we should, I think the play is tight end running back quarterback for the first three picks. If you look at picks one and two, they've gone quarterback, running back, tight end in different orders. Um, so I think quarterback is the play. Yeah. Um, so for our listeners listening in, our options are Herbert Wilson, um, Burroughs, Rogers, Hertz, Lawrence, or Stafford. The ones I think we should probably go for are Herbert, Hertz, and Stafford, just because the Rams are absolutely stacked with offensive weapons, and Stafford is a great. I, 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 yeah, I completely forgot about Stafford, and I'm, I'm don't get me wrong. I think he's he's my. It's a redraft, so mm. it doesn't matter if it only lasts one season with Stafford and the Rams. I mean, I don't worry. I'm not too worried about that. I'm quite. How confident are you in Herbert? Like, you know, he's, he had a good he had a good season, yeah. But it was his rookie season. He finished ninth in the fantasy points uh, for quarterback. So he's going to get better. The wide receiving threats aren't massive um, for the Chargers, nor nor the tight ends really. They're they're good. They're amazing. I think we're gonna we may or may not miss out on Hurts. And that's always going to play heavy in my mind because I love the guy. But I think when you've got someone like Herbert or Stafford on the available at this point for your for your QB one, I just think that the the Rams are a, a strong favourite this year. From the okay, I'm I'm down to between Stafford and Hurts. Oh, that that they're, they're, they're the two. So you eliminated Herbert. I'm eliminating Herbert. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Strong. So. What's Mick saying? 
Let's see. Zach fucking Watson, the little New York pixie. <laughs> that's what Mick is saying. That's not helpful. No, but at least it backs up the fact that we're, we're surprised and we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, okay, Mick, Stafford or Hertz? We've got a few minutes left. But um, but yeah, so whilst whilst we're waiting for Mick to get back to us, because we clearly can't be trusted to make the pick on our own, <laughs> um, we've just had Cole Pitts, Akers, Andrews, and Wilson go off the board on the on the turn in the in the second beginning into the third round, and I think we're getting into that that awkward limbo couple of rounds where people that haven't taken tight ends are going to start feeling the pressure, the people that haven't taken anything other than a quarterback. We're going to start feeling the pressure, and the Russian fumble boys are just going to carry on as normal, and probably end up picking their team defense next. Speaking of which, I probably should let them know that that is an option. So if people are picking for them, they definitely need to pick their defense next because you know that's the prime third round position. Um, we've got five minutes left. We what we what we doing if Nick doesn't get back to us, Liam? I'm, I'm swinging back to Herbert in my mind. My mind's all over the place. Shit. The thing is. <laughs> He's had one of the most incredible rookie seasons. He I could don't have a bad option. And that, that's, that goes against every fiber of my being, but my gut says that it's just too early to take Hertz. So I think we are more likely to be able to pick Hertz up again. I he, he could he probably won't fall, but he could fall. Um so for that reason, I'm Herbert Stafford. Stafford was amazing. Sorry, um, Herbert was amazing last year. I think Stafford going to the Rams for me is just the most exciting prospect. Herbert is 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 he going to have a second season? Is is oh, this is so this is so tense. Um, it's very 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 tough. I think he's gone Herbert or Acres. That's a good interesting question. We don't have to go quarterback here. Should we go? Um, well, not Acres, Eckler. I think he means. Should we go Eckler? We do need to go. Um, we do need to go quarterback, definitely. I don't think we do. I think we do. It's a super flex league. Well, I think we definitely have to go quarterback. Uh, five more teams have to pick a quarterback until we pick next. So you're looking at Stafford going off the board, Hertz going off the board, Herbert going off the board, and then who's your quarterback? It's true, but when you've got a player like Eckler, which was originally going to be our. Nah, running back, running back. The points, the points doesn't work as well. There's no point picking two. We need, a, we need a QB. I'm, I'm adamant on that. It, Herbert or Eckler? So, Herbert. You want to go Herbert? Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, folks, we have. We have Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor, and Justin Herbert as our three pick in the Superflex Dynasty League with the tight end premium, the running back catch premium, and the, um, I don't know what the premium is for the quarterback, but there is one, isn't there? The, the only quarterback bonus available is 40-yard bombs down the field. Get <laughs> a bomb. And there you have it, folks. That is the first three rounds complete of the Fantasy Football Charity Draft. Uh, we won't bore you with the rest of the draft. There is 21 rounds that we went through. And to be honest, that's another two hours of recording. And absolute nonsense that we'll, we'll spare you from this time. So 
<laughs> if you head over to our uh, Twitter page at nextmanup underscore you'll be able to find a nice little graphic that has the whole sleeper draft board for all 12 teams all 21 rounds uh, you, you can have a look at that there give us some feedback who do you think won the draft fly eagles fly baby <laughs> We'll be